You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things happening in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I am your host, Nathan Long. I'm joined today by Tyler Viso. How are you doing today? Good, sir. I'm good. Happy that school's out. Mm-hmm. We are back. I think it's been two weeks since our last recording uh, because obviously school ended. We were off air and uh, we, we were celebrating a little bit. Got a little off time, uh, but we are back at it. Uh, this whole summer, you'll be getting podcasts from definitely me and Tyler and maybe Ronald will join us sometimes depending if he can make the long journey, the pilgrimage from Opelousas. <laughs> um, and today we're going to talk about, we're going to pick up right where we left off last time, and we're going to talk about the draft that happened about a week and a half ago at the time of recording. There's quite a bit to, uh, to talk about, especially with the Saints, and that's where we're going to start off. Um, the Saints, we'll start with the first pick. Let's start the first round with the 28th pick of the NFL draft. The Saints picked uh, Peyton Turner, edge rusher, out of Houston. Tyler, what was your initial reaction to the pick? I thought that was that was such a reach. Like the Saints and the Raiders both had big reaches, and the Saints looked way worse because that guy was projected like a second or third round pick, mm-hmm. and he just—I mean, I'm sure he's good because like it's hard to it's hard to judge what Jeff Ireland them do because out of like you look at some of the previous draft classes and they've been so good. But Peyton Turner was a reach, and you know, you know how you know he's a reach is when you go and he was announced he was drafted, and there wasn't even a camera to show him <laughs> with his family. Yeah. I mean, that's how much of a reach he was that they didn't have a camera on him to find out that he was drafted. So yeah. I mean, I think it was a big time reach, and I don't know if that was a, an area of need you needed to associate with the first round, but I don't know. So I will, I will disagree. I think Edge was a very underrated need. Um, you had Cam Jordan, who I think everyone would say did not play his best last year. I mean, he dropped from, what, 13 and a half, 14 and a half the year before down to, what, seven sacks? You lose Trey Hendrickson. Marcus Davenport is Marcus Davenport, and he's inconsistent. And you have uh, Carl Granderson, who's shown flashes at points. Um, now, I do agree there were bigger needs, cornerback and wide receiver especially. And, they hey, they they addressed both, both of those just – in later rounds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the pick was a reach. It was 100% a reach. It was, you know, I, I'm a big disciple of Mike Dettelier. He was the biggest reach of the first round. And that, according to Mike Dettelier. Yeah, um, he was, for I mean, sure. The Raiders reached too, to be fair. Yeah. But I think that in the... When, when, when the Raiders don't reach, they always reach. Yeah, they do. It's really funny. Except like when they got Khalil Mack. That was it. Whenever the thing about it is obviously this is hindsight's twenty twenty, but you look at how the draft folded out, there were some really good people that went in the second round. Yeah. This this actually there was a lot of people that dropped into the second, even third round. Exactly. And, and you know, we'll talk about Jabril Cox later. And someone who dropped into the fourth round. Exactly. So and on edge there was a bunch of people that dropped and mm-hmm. like you could tell that the first round was super offensive unless you hands down needed somebody on defense, which some people did which is fine, but it was a super offensive draft, and you should have picked while you had the chance to get an offensive player because you could see by the trend that, like, those guys were going off the board, like, the offensive guys were going off the board early, and the defense was going to shift to later. So I I do, my opinion did change briefly, pretty quickly, with this pick. Um, And you mentioned runs. Well, after 
after Peyton Turner was picked, I think four of the next five picks were edge rushers. Were they? Yeah. They still so, had some good ones on the board, too. So they that, were, it that was tells a, it was me good. the Saints had intel, and they knew that, you know, they they liked Peyton Turner a lot. Maybe they, they, maybe they didn't have him as a first-rounder, but they said, look, he's the best edge rusher on our board, and we... We feel we need that, and um, we know there's about to be a run, so we have to make sure that yeah. we get our guy. We get our guy who we think is. And you look, you edge rushers in later rounds, very real. They're one of the hardest positions to really find in the later rounds. I mean, that quarterback. Yeah, you're not I mean, gonna cornerback. Get. I mean, really, the 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 four main positions that you need on a good team: quarterback, offensive tackle, uh, defensive end, cornerback. It's really hard to find in the late rounds unless you're Richard Sherman or Tom Brady. Yeah, those are those are a diamond dozen, so you can't really like expect those to be great. I just think that like that was a crazy pick, and yeah. I think that they they obviously know more than we do. Every time they do, I mean, you look at the, their past like what four or five years. Yeah. I mean, their drafts have, have been amazing. I think that they had said before that Peyton Turner was really high on their draft board as opposed to other people's draft boards, which is fine because obviously you know something that I don't know, which is perfect. Yeah, I just thought that that was a big time reach. You know, I, I, it did get better as um. So like my intel mostly was stuff from a couple of days before, but really like right before the draft, it was talked about how Peyton Turner was one of those guys that was shooting up draft boards across the league. Um, I I assume it has something to do with maybe medical coming in on him because the Saints bragged that all their picks were healthy, and that was important to them given the weird off season. So yeah. um, I, I he was shooting up boards, but was he a first rounder? I'm not gonna be here you know I love to be biased but yeah it was just kind of a crazy pick to look at and I think that overall they know what they're doing so I'm not going to be too mad about it it was just definitely a reach and I I don't know how I feel about it still Mm -hmm. Um, we'll move on to day two they made two picks that day they had three picks but as we predicted they did trade up they did it twice in this draft I'm I'm shocked they only did it twice I'm shocked they didn't move up in the first round uh, with the 60th pick of the 2021 NFL Draft, the Saints selected Pete Warner, Warner, excuse me, linebacker out of Ohio State. And the 76th pick, they selected Paulson Adebo, cornerback out of Stanford. What was your reaction to these two picks? I did like the Pete Warner pick. I thought he he looked good at Ohio State from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Of I watched him. him like four or five times, so I yeah. had a, I knew who he was. Yeah, and I thought he was a pretty big. I thought he was a pretty big time pick for a linebacker. And I think that in the second round, that was kind of an area of need because, you know, DeMario Davis is getting older. You don't know what's going to happen with Quan Alexander. He might bring him back. I hope they, so. No, they I might. And, like, that's sure. fine. And, I mean, he, you learn under two amazing linebackers to yeah. get ready. You, you can play next man up. And, hey, the default lineup is you have three linebackers. So, you know. Exactly. You and injury injuries happen. I mean, you, you never Quan. wish them on anybody. But, like, that's the thing. So, this guy can learn something in the offseason. I think he's going to be really good. I think the Saints have a really good linebacking core as starters, but I think that he's going to be somebody that will be able to be a plug-and-play mm-hmm. and immediately show impact. Yeah, I really liked the Pete Warner pick. He strikes me as a guy that will be in the league for 15 years and never make a Pro Bowl, if you know what I mean. Like, he's a guy that, you know, like Scott Shanley, if, if Saints fans are listening, Scott Shanley, a guy that was never spectacular, but he was usually in the right place at the right time. Pretty smart player, just not athletic at all, which, which he really isn't. Um, but, you know, linebacker, if you bring back Quan and you play him alongside Demario Davis, you don't care if he's not very athletic as long as he's smart because, you know, with the athletic plays, that, that leave that to Quan because that's what, I mean, we saw it all last year. Yeah, he, he can run. He, he can sprint nuts. him down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was also just another thing that um, 
they like it wasn't a reach, but they were also like I thought better linebackers on the board at the time. Yeah, well, there I believe Jeremiah, what was his name? Uh, I can't remember his name. Jeremiah, Jeremiah, I can't remember his name, but he was very good. But it turns out he had medical issues, and that's why he dropped. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He and there was a very him. athletic linebacker that we'll get to later named Real Cox because I do want to talk about him. He's just yeah, he's dropped. yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> um, I also really liked the Pulse and Debo pick. I thought he was very solid. The more I watched of him, the more I liked him. He he's gonna be good. I mean, he's the same thing as like kind of as Pete Werner. Like there's gonna there's good. There's good cornerbacks we have on our team, like good defensive backs, and I think he's gonna like he's gonna learn from them in the off season, and I think he's gonna be a good plug and play, and he's gonna be he's gonna be really good. What were your What are your expectations for these two? Are they starting? I think at the beginning of the year, I maybe Debo, they get in. I think a Debo starts. I think Werner doesn't. I don't think Werner starts. I don't think Werner starts either. I could I could really see a Debo starting. I uh, thought you, I thought that was a good pickup. I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be good, and I think. I think he's going to be pretty good. I like him. At the same time, though, I don't care how much you like your third-round rookie cornerback. The thought of a third-round rookie cornerback starting on a football team scares me. Cause, like, the third round's when you get the most value, though. Think about it. Hey, P.J. Williams was a third-round pick. So was Alvin Kamara. And P.J. Williams won't go away. <laughs> Dude, they, yeah, but like, I'm thinking about defensive back, so you, you never know what you're going to get there. You'll, I mean, you'll know by the offseason, because, I mean, the Saints get an offseason this year, and they can do all that stuff. I think they'll know pretty soon. I think there's guys on the roster... Or somebody you could go pick up. I don't. I mean, they got rid of Janoris Jenkins, which I didn't think was a great move. I didn't think they had a choice. Yeah. If he wasn't going to take a pay cut, and yeah, if you weren't going to get it, then you weren't going to get him. So that's fine. I think that overall, Adebo's got a chance of starting. I think Werner. It depends what happens with Quan Alexander. But if Quan Alexander comes back, then I mean, he's a he's a plug and play. I think they're going to sign more linebackers anyway. Probably just a couple, like you know, yeah, Craig uh, for, Robertson level guys for for some off for off season when you have to, before you make roster cuts. Yeah, why not? Well, What's the Craig, difference? Craig Robertson's still on this team. I just remembered that, huh? Yeah, yeah, he's in here on the <laughs> practice squad. No, no, he's on the team. He's on the team, team. Yeah. Wow, Matt uh, Titeo was on the practice squad for a while. And then they could, could see Caden uh, Ellis possibly getting that starting role because he was a seventh round pick a couple years ago who. Looked good in limited action, so I think I think they have options at mm-hmm. linebacker. I think that I think in time Pete Werner is going to make his name known. And I think he's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. I just think that you know not he's not going to be you know that guy this season. Maybe in a couple seasons, maybe the year after. We'll see. I don't know. So while we do like the Werner pick, how heartbreaking was it to see Terrace Marshall taking one pick, dude? That was that was bone crushing. I was sitting. I knew it was at coming. The, I was sitting at the. LSU Arkansas game because it was Friday night in the mm-hmm. second round and I was sitting there were, and, yeah, right, and everybody right. was in the press box. It was a pitcher's duel and like everybody was into the game and all of a sudden someone just goes, Terrace Marshall's got picked for the Saints and all of a sudden you see the TV behind us in the press box change to the draft and sure <laughs> enough walks up, commissioner calls out Terrace uh, Marshall's name. Good on Joe Brady for knowing exactly what he got. That's why I knew. That's why I knew. You could feel, you could I, feel the aura. As soon as the Panthers came up, I was like, wait, the Panthers have the pick before us? Joe Brady's their offensive coordinator. You knew exactly what they were going to do. He would he would have been and wide receiver wasn't even that big of a need for them. But no, they it, they they had they had guys that are pretty good. I mean, DJ Moore was really good. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson was yeah, I mean, I think and then Curtis the Samuel was their slot, and he yeah, was but he's good gone, too. So yeah, I know, but he was still like I mean, you didn't need him though. He played like a running back wide receiver combo because they had injuries with McCaffrey, so it was weird. Overrated. Yeah, but it was heartbreaking. I'm not gonna lie, I was very sad, and I like I like Pete Werner just fine. But I'll tell you what, I would have liked Terrace Marshall a whole lot more. It would have made the first oh. round better. If you would have looked at him 
if you'd have looked at him and Michael Thomas pairing up, I mean, those are the two surest hands I've ever seen on two football players. I mean, didn't drop a pass the red zone. Exactly. Think about that right now. It doesn't matter who's throwing you the ball right now. You put it in a vicinity of them too. That yeah. ball's probably getting caught nine times out of ten. That would have been awesome, but whatever. We'll see him. We'll see him two times a year. All right. We'll briefly go over the last couple picks they had on the final day. They had three picks. They went in with four, and of course, they traded up. Uh, they drafted. Quarterback Ian Book out of Notre Dame in the fourth round. Offensive tackle Landon Young out of Kentucky and I believe the fifth round. Uh, and wide receiver Kawan Baker out of USA, South Alabama, uh, in the seventh round. I think four picks before the end. He was almost Mr. Irrelevant. Let's start with the most you know big name of these because, uh, frankly, none of these are very big name except for him. Uh, let's talk about the Book pick. Uh, how did you feel about the Ian Book pick when you first saw it? Okay, overall... Ian Book, not a bad quarterback. Very, He was a good quarterback. He had a winning record at Notre Dame, which is a top-tier program. He was throwing probably he was probably throwing a 70% complete, uh, completion rating. He had played in big-time games. He won big-time games? He, he won big-time yeah, games. I mean, he, I mean, yeah, he, and he, won, he did some good stuff. I mean, he had played in some serious games and was clutch and could, could win you a ball game. Now, right now you're looking at it and you're like, okay, well, we just signed Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. Those are two guys that you would consider starters. So throwing this guy in the mix I'd consider, in the fourth I'd round. I'd consider one of those starters, not two. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> what people say doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Well, that's, what, that's what people say, though. Yeah. And, I mean, that's your fourth round pick. I mean, I'm not mad about it. I mean, the Saints draft in general was kind of like, you look at it funny, so might as well just put the chair on top of the cake and uh, take Ian Book in the fourth. So I want to say I called this because I did. I said on our preview, I said the Saints who take a quarterback in the later oh, yeah. rounds because I was like, look, Jameis, Taysom, both free agents at the end of the year. Um, one of them's for sure leaving. Yeah, there's no way both of them stays. Obviously, one of them's going to be looking. If Ian Book can be your Chase Daniel for the next four years, thumbs up. Great pick. That's you know that's how I look at it. I mean, if you get a, a solid backup quarterback who can be your Teddy Bridgewater. If um, you, dude, if he ever comes in and an in, like an injury comes up and he comes in, even if he ran a few plays and they looked semi-decent, yeah. just know the offense. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I wasn't mad at this pick. I really yeah, wasn't. I saw Saints Twitter melting down. And I no, I wasn't mad was at like, this pick. Why? I thought this pick was... They're like, you need a wide receiver. I'm like, yeah, but late rounds, you never really... <laughs> the same... I, take I who's, When you're in the late rounds, I always advocate, take who's highest on your board. Don't draft by need because like, at that point, there's not much value left, so you get the yeah, value. Yeah, they probably... And he was the last quarterback on the board I didn't think was garbage, so... No, exactly, because, I mean, there were some other guys. I don't even remember who's on the board. Did Mon get drafted? Mon went, went, went before him, which just... That's, that was... I no. can't understand. I think Kellen Mond is... He was bad. bad. He is so bad, bad, bad. I can't believe people watch him and went, yeah, yeah, he could play in the NFL. Yeah, that guy could, that guy could sling it. <laughs> no. I think that... I think Ian Book is a good pick. I don't know if it was a particularly great need pick but mm-hmm. that's okay I'm, I'm the Saints draft this year you kind of look at it as a head scratcher and I'm gonna I'm gonna live with it so yeah they probably know what they're doing any thoughts on the other two um they got a wide receiver there I you mean, go. I mean they got Baker. one I mean look I mean a wide receiver I mean it's can you catch or can you not catch I mean can you run routes can I mean they're like it comes off as, as a point it's like you can draft a guy in the seventh round and he could be good he's got and a good chance to make the roster because the only definites are well, actually, you have—I'd say you have like four definites. You have Michael Thomas, you have 
uh, Deontay Harris for return purposes and yeah. offense purposes, especially with Jameis actually being able to throw it more than 10 yards. And then Traquan. Uh, Traquan and, Traquan's uh, good too. and Marquez Callaway, who showed before he got hurt, he was you really still got, good. Dude, a guy that I've always liked is, um, I still always liked the uh, little Jordan Humphreys. Remember him from yeah, Texas? I, he was uh, good, and he just like I don't know, maybe he never materialized like I thought he would, but mm-hmm. oh, that's okay. Yeah, I thought he I, he was like the best QDFA in that class. I was like, he's gonna be good, and then just yeah, he just never materialized. And so, Dante Harris was in that class. <laughs> yeah, Dante, Dante Harris made his his money playing special teams though. I mean, yeah. he's a dangerous punt and kick returner. When you watch the Bucks game. The Bucks were saved by him getting hurt. Yeah, he, he had two touchdowns, one called back, I think, and they were yeah. So overall, it's kind of like a crazy thing, but I think drafting this from mm-hmm, Kwan Baker seems fine. Not, yeah, and not. look, I, I'm always a fan of also drafting offensive lines. Yeah, you well, know, like it was like Ethan Posick. I mean, you you have like so you have a bunch of guys. You, you think you know who your starters are, but besides them, I don't think. I think they resigned James Hurst. I, they did, I believe. So he'll be there, and then. Or it's like it's like um it's like Will Clapp. I mean, you draft him if you find a guy. Martin great Will Clapp, don't forget. dude. Dude, it's like him though. I mean, they draft yeah. him in the late round. It's like, can you play any position? And Solid he's like, player. yeah, sure. Then you might see, you might just see it happen. It works sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, mm, live with it. Mm-hmm. Um, any uh, actually, uh, one more question before we get on to the rest of it. Did the Saints, you know, we we outlined their needs going into the draft. Ignore where they picked them. Did they address all their needs? Yes. Yes. I think I said cornerback, wide receiver, I thought edge, quarterback, and that was kind of it. And you get and then you get an offensive tackle to to you know for the entire They were good. I'm not mad about them. And linebacker, of course. I'm not mad about them. I mean, looking back at it, I mean there were probably maybe a couple guys who I thought were better or worse or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm not mad because like they they looked at what they needed and they drafted what they needed. So you can't be too mad. Any final thoughts before we go to the rest of the league? No, I mean, hopefully the Saints. I mean, main thing is quarterbacks got to be good. So we'll see. That's a quarterback competition you're gonna be watching all summer. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the rest of the league um, did better than the Saints. Let's get right into. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, hey, tell the truth. I mean, can't lie. Just kidding. Um, was there any particular picks that you that stood out to you? Oh, easily the best pick of the draft, smartest pick of the draft. Bears trading you up, took dude. Mine. That's the e- that was easy. That's the I, consensus best move they made. You wanted Andy Dalton to be your starting quarterback? Are you crazy? No. And they traded up and got Fields. Fields is going to be good there. Yeah, I. They thought, might need a coaching change. We all thought, be good. We all thought. All of us were like, I don't get the Zach Wilson stuff. You know, Trey Lance, good development player. We definitely didn't get Mac Jones. And we, but like, we're like, how is nobody talking about how dude, Justin Fields look is at, clearly dude, the best? Here's the thing. If you look at Justin Fields right now and you say, okay, his peak was this past year's semifinal game when he absolutely went unconscious and threw all those touchdowns pass against a very good Clemson defense. Mm-hmm. And he did all that. And you say that's the peak. If you say that's the peak, that's a pretty good peak that you would take through, what, six touchdown passes? Mm-hmm. He was He was slinging it. So you take that and you're like, okay. If that's his peak and you could just get somewhere in the middle of that, so you say he throws three touchdown passes a game, would you be mad? Mm, no. There you go. And he can run too, and he can like he can scramble and make plays out of nothing, and he can, you know, he can run. No, he's a great pick, and the fact that people like, um, 
Trey Lance, who was the developmental guy, who I didn't. We'll get didn't, into the quarterbacks. I just time. didn't see it. And then like guys like Mac Jones or Zach Wilson, you look at those guys and you're just like, I don't understand him because like he is heads and toes better because he was an actually good quarterback who played at a really top tier university, went to a playoff game, went to a championship game, and was overall proven to be NFL ready. Yeah. Um, is there anybody besides Peyton Turner who you feel had the worst pick, especially in the first round? Anybody that stood out to you as like a bad pick? The Raiders drafted that. I don't even remember who they drafted, but oh no, it was a uh, who was the offensive lineman? It was Leatherwood. Yeah, that was a reach. That, that was, was a big, big time reach. reach. He he was. There was just so many offensive linemen in the first round that I think that like obviously it's the same thing as the Peyton Turner thing. When you look at your board and you see who's best, and you know people are going to start picking them soon, and you just pick your favorite guy because mm-hmm. all all those guys are probably going to be pretty good in the NFL. Yeah. All, all those guys I saw as good. I thought he was a reach. And I thought he was probably the biggest reach. I don't think he was bad. But I don't think he was bad. Yeah, but like I definitely agree that definitely kind of an odd pit. No oh, one yeah. expected that. Um, any team overall had a good draft? I mean, I'll say mine real quick. I thought the Browns had a great draft, getting Greg Newsom, the cornerback, the mm-hmm. linebacker, Jeremiah Uwosu-Kormo. That's who I was trying to think of, mm-hmm. uh, who dropped because of he um, the injury. Uh, Anthony Schwartz, you know, the wide receiver. Uh, and I also thought, I thought like the Cowboys. I thought the Cowboys had a solid draft. I thought I thought the Jets did well for themselves for what mm-hmm. they needed. Yeah. I mean, they go and they get Zach Wilson, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, Elijah Moore, Michael Carter, Jamie Sherwood. I mean, they drafted a lot of people, and I mean, they're going to throw it all at the wall and see what sticks. I thought that um, I did think that the Panthers did themselves a couple favors with proving that they are going to ride. They're going to ride or die with um, Sam Darnold, which I thought, which I think, is still a good move. A lot of people don't agree with we me will, on that. We will disagree on that. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I think he's going to. I, I am excited to see how he does, though. I think he's going to be pretty good. I, a lot of people will disagree with me, and I don't care. I think he's going to be. pretty I'm good. I'm excited for my two free wins a year. Yeah, maybe <laughs> so. Um. Who else? I mean, the Bears drafting Fields was just. I mean, that was the one thing they Kevin did. Kevin Jenkins in the second round. I thought yeah, that was good. there was there was some. A lot of people did themselves favors. I'll put it that way. Well, let's talk about the teams that didn't do themselves favors. And uh, who were the losers of the draft? And why was it the Green Bay Packers? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about dude, that for a second? I just, dude, they went into the draft knowing, like, it was day of. Yeah, was like, wow, Aaron Rodgers wants by to. By the way, Aaron Rodgers did that on purpose for sure, mm-hmm. and they did that and. I was just like, huh, I wonder who they're going to pick. And then they go, and I don't know, they just, they are just so funny to me. Oh, dude, the the Steelers drafting uh, Najee Harris in the first round, I thought that was kind of a weird mm-hmm. pick. Drafting a running back in the first round has zero value. They better be Zero very, value. They better be, like, Hall of Famer. If they're a Hall of Famer, okay, that's fine. You good. Okay, you have to look. Okay, in twenty years we'll talk about it. Okay, well, that's a waste of time. No, the Steelers doing that. I thought that was insane. I don't. I don't. I'm not. People. I'm not as big of hated against it in the like late round, late, late later part of the round. Like last year when Clyde went to the the Chiefs, I thought that was a good pick because it was like the end of. Okay, the well round. they're the Super Bowl champs. Super Bowl yeah. champs can kind of only need to address two things, maybe, yeah. and then you're good. Like they could trade off all their draft picks for more draft picks later when they're probably when this dynasty kind of runs out. But mm-hmm. no, they're good. All right, uh, we'll move on. Let's kind of talk about the quarterbacks that went one through five. You or, or the f- first five quarterbacks that went. Excuse me. Uh, you had Trevor go at one. The Jags. Wilson go to the uh, Zach Wilson go to the Jets at two. The the big question mark of the draft, which was the stupidest thing ever. I don't understand why the San Francisco 49ers were like trying to deflect and hide who they were going to take. 
That's just that's Shanahan and them. Why? Like there's no Shanahan reason. No one's going to trade in front of Union. Even the Jets and the Jags aren't going to trade that. Whatever. Lan- Trey Lance had North Dakota State goes three. Justin Fields steal of the draft uh, goes oh, sure. eleven to the Bears. Uh, to the Chicago Bears and Mac Jones goes to uh, the Patriots at fifteen. Uh, thoughts on these quarterbacks and where they went? Is there any that stick out to you as like I mean, good picks? Uh, I'll tell you one thing that for sure that I know is that the Patriots wanted Mac Jones and they're geniuses for not trading up because I they they just waited him out yeah. and I like every they were probably nail biting maybe but they must have known something I didn't know because they waited for him to fall at fifteen and it like clockwork it did. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean Belichick got what he wanted and he didn't have to give up anything and they could still draft all the people they wanted to on their board from the beginning. So I thought that was good. I think that Zach Wilson pick is the most Jets thing I've ever seen, which is fine. Jets are going to Jets, but, you know, they, they, they try to surround him with the best. I mean, Elijah Moore, I think, is a big receiver, going to be really good. So if Zach Wilson could not be terrible, maybe. <laughs> That's asking a lot. Yeah. It's the Jets, I remember. When was their last good quarterback? Silence. That's Silent. all you need, dude. <laughs> I don't even. Um, Show <laughs> uh, Mark Sanchez did Mark, like one or good you're, thing. You're right, you're they right. won. He had like they two won. years. Yeah, yeah. They won the AFC. They, no, they went to the AFC Championship. Yeah, they lost yeah. to the Colts the year we won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Yep. So I mean, like Mark Sanchez was pretty good, yeah. I guess, for like one year or two. Yeah. Ish. Ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought Lance at on the three end. was a little bit of a reach, but maybe they, you know. Well, that proves to me they're keeping Jimmy G. Yeah, because I mean, he's going to learn. He's exactly. going to learn on him. Yeah. You know he can't I, play. The other you know four I, I could see playing this year. That one also, if you want to keep talking about the Green Bay Packers, um, think about um. so last year's draft, there was about two. Jordan Love, where would Jordan Love rank on the quarterback list? One through, well, I'm going to get in six because I know we're going to put him because he was the sixth best quarterback probably yeah. in the draft class. Yeah. And he was, what, the second or third quarterback taken last year? Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Um. So speaking of quarterbacks, Kyle Trask, last pick of the second round. Florida quarterback went to his home state team. Is he actually from Florida? I think he is. I don't know that for sure. I think but, so. Uh, but he uh, he went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is he the heir apparent to Tom Brady? <laughs> if I'm a Bucks fan, I hope not. <laughs> um, maybe I don't know. He like he's that's too early to tell. I mean, Bruce Arians is just riding high off Super Bowl right now, and they return the exact same 22 players. They probably threw a dart at the wall. And then just picked whoever th- whoever landed on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because they didn't really have that many needs. Um, they had zero needs because they returned all 22 gone, players. I would have probably gone somewhere else just to, like, depth. It, it, the big question mark for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now is when does Tom Brady retire? You know, does it five years? Is it no. t- is it next year, you know? So you got, you have to start playing for the future, and I guess he's good value because he was a decent quarterback. I mean, he was in the he was in the Heisman race. Yeah. He lost after the whole LSU. throwing a shoe. <laughs> and, I mean, we picked him off, like, what, three times three that times night? Three times that game. Yeah, yeah so, six. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of shocked the Bucks went that route because this is what I said all last year, and I do think I was still correct. I said the Bucks are one injury away at certain positions from just collapsing. And I don't mean just quarterback. I mean, they had no depth on that roster last year. They got lucky. The only places they had injuries was wide receiver and tight end. Guess what they were deepest at? Yeah. Wide receiver and tight end. (laughs) So that wasn't as big of a a loss. But, like, if they had one injury to the offensive line, if they had one injury to one of their defensive stars like Devin White. They are a house of cards. You're right. I mean, so I'm kind of shocked they went quarterback. I would have been like, this was a fluke. I, I, they were a five seed for a reason. 
this was a fluke. Let's make sure that, you know, if we do sustain the injuries, we, we get worse injury luck, that we're able to, you know, stay afloat and make it into a seven team. They are a house of cars, but the sad thing is is that um they'll probably still be equally as good, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, pro- they'll probably just get you, When Tom Brady luck. is your quarterback, you still always have a chance. He's got a, he's got a, hey, to fall off sometimes. There's a reason he's got that many rings. Hey, man, when he, he he's like LeBron James. If mm-hmm. you play with those two guys... There's always a chance you're going to win it all. That's just how it is. That's how sports work nowadays. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about uh, my now official least favorite team in the entire league. Uh, thoughts on the Bengals taking Jamar Chase at five? Okay, so before the draft started, I thought that was the most moronic thing they could do to take Chase. Now what I've learned is that the I didn't know how deep the um, offensive line went, and apparently the offense, I didn't realize how deep it went. So I think overall... They're going to be okay. Joe Burrow gets a familiar face. I, I think it's okay. I, I think it's going to be okay. It. And I love Jamar Chase. Obvi- I'm a big, obviously, no, LSU. Jamar Chase. I'm okay with it. I, I watched okay him in high school, it. too. Great, great kid. The issue I have is they're really betting on Riley Reef. <laughs> to, yeah. to really make the only thing they did this year was sign Riley Reef and change their offensive line coach. I mean,. They were like, well, know. we feel good at offensive tackle. You know, we just drafted Jonah Williams last year. We signed Riley Reef, And I'm like, Riley Reef's like an old man, and he was never very good. And Jonah Williams hasn't shown you anything. So, you know what? I think that uh, – I think I think after some deep thought after the first round, I was okay with it. Because you knew that in the – they were like, what? What pick are they in the second round? Like the fifth? They 37th? Were the f- or the yeah the, the fifth yeah pick. I think it was the fourth pick because the way yeah. it works is they rotate if you have the same record going into the next yeah so overall I guess I'm not mad about it I think that Joe Burrow is going to be okay I hope I pray I'm but gonna, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm alright I don't I'm know very you have to I don't know you have to let me know but I think that overall he's going to be all right and I think having Chase makes him a little bit more comfortable so I think it's okay. I can already picture the play right now. Chase down the sideline, wide open, touchdown. Oh, Joe Burrow's knees facing the wrong way <laughs> on the other side of the field. Maybe again. <laughs> I just they did have a. They also have like a lot of good wide like T Higgins. They drafted That's him last like, year. Okay, look, Tyler Boyd. Jamar Chase is one of the most can't miss wide receiver prospects we've ever seen. So I get looking at him and go like we have to take him. But Panay Sewell's one of the most can't miss offensive tackles I've ever seen in the past couple of years. So. Yeah, I just the the offensive Heck, line there class. Two, there was two good offensive tackles. I felt that were yeah him and uh, Sean did. Slater. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, they were very no, good. like I'm telling you that the offensive line class was so deep this year that I think the pick worked out. I think if this is any other year, that is like boneheaded. But I mm-hmm. think this year it actually worked out for him. So we'll see. Please, I, I hope it does because look, I'd love to see more Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase touchdowns for the next however many years, but. I'd also like to see his knee facing the right way. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the meme circulating Twitter? It was new because obviously the Bengals changed their jerseys. Thanks for after buying two jerseys. Y'all changed the jerseys, so I have to <laughs> buy a new one. Thanks, guys. That's um, funny. But did you see the new Bengals jersey? And it was the pictures, and Joe Burrow was yes, all white, but it was covered in green because yeah. he was on the ground, and he had like dirt up in his face mask. That was one of the best. Dude, yeah, we'll see. I think I think they're gonna be okay. We'll see what happens. All right, uh, last LSU player I want to talk about, and then we'll kind of wrap this up. Um, we, had, we had seven drafted. You know, for as bad a year we had, a lot of those guys were 2019 prospects. Though, so I mean, those yeah, are guys. Yeah, Car- Carrie like- Vincent, Jamar Chase, Terrace Marshall, Quit Early. 
Um, so yeah, you're kind of right, but we're not going to mention that. But you take it. We'll I, take it as a ghost. I can't believe somebody took Jacoby Stevens. He was not good this year. Anyway, he, but he was good the, the year, year before. before and so. he was good the first game against Mississippi State. He was like the only good defensive player. It was like him and him and, him and Eli. Cox, yeah. Him and Eli Ricks were the and Jabril Cox. Those were the three that were like they were good, and then everyone else was. Everybody close. else, you were like, wow, Mike Leach just ran the air raid on you, and it was not even close. No, you had air raid. But anyway, let's talk about Jabril Cox. Um, he felt the first, uh, the fourth round. People thought of him as you know a second round pick, maybe a third round pick. Some even had him as high as a as a late first. Why did Jabril Cox fall? There was a ton of value there, and the Cowboys are so lucky. I think a lot of people said because he was like undeveloped, like he had, he wasn't like molded into. Because he only played one year at LSU, and he played the other North years State. at North Dakota State. So with I mean, Trey Lance, yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, congratulations. I think I he think was there for one year, Carson. No, yeah. he was not there for Carson Wentz. I was no, he wasn't. And then, so, I think overall he's just kind of, like, undeveloped, and he hasn't been molded into, like, what kind of linebacker he's going to be. But the good news is is that he's fast. He's a burner from sideline to sideline. And that is the one thing that NFL linebackers need nowadays. You can't teach that either. And you can't teach that. So, you can teach scheme. You can teach, you know, if he wants to, if he wants to be a blitz. You, yeah. If he wants to be a blitzing linebacker or, like, stay in coverage or cover the slot receiver. Like, you can figure that out now. So, he has tons of upside but you just you had to let him fall because you could get a guy that you already know that he fits your scheme so you take him over a guy that's on like unproven and you're like we don't know what you're gonna do yet like you know you're just kind of a floater I think the reason he fell had a lot to do with um so obviously he's very good cut in coverage because he's very that was his thing that was what he was he stuck to receivers very well against the run however he was rough. It was not great. I mean, we saw it. We had, I don't what five yards a carry, something like that on on average. I mean, and he was part of that. I mean, it was his job to fill the gaps, and he yeah continually failed. Um, I think he's gonna bulk up though. Yeah, it's not just that. You can he, teach he, that. He also just chose the wrong hole a lot of times. You can teach that. That's the good news. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, but I don't. I guess that's why he fell to the fourth round. But I, I would have looked at him in like the third round and said, "This is a guy with tons of upside. He has yeah, the most upside. This is a guy who." I can, for the first two years while I'm teaching, he's a guy I can have in on third down, you know, because I know that they're not going to run the ball, obviously. Yeah, like and third I can long, trust him to basically guarantee that their tight one end guy is gets not making down. a catch. Yeah, like up the seam or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. As a guy you can trust in the, you know, on third downs, and then as you develop him, make him more and more, um, make him a better linebacker, make him smarter, because I think that's what, really what they have to do is just is teach him. Yeah, because he just made a lot of boneheaded mistakes, and that probably had a lot to do with you know playing at North Dakota State and like yeah, like I said, he was just kind of unproven. Like he never really saw the best of it, mm-hmm. and I think that I think that he has a ton of upside. Like I said, because mm-hmm. I think that you can mold him into exactly what scheme you want to be in, and if you want him to just play coverage, he could give you that every time, and it'd be hundred percent, and it would be really successful. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to make him bulk up and be a gap filler to stop the run, you could do that because he is just he's he's like just like wet clay, man. You can mold him in whatever you want. Yeah. Um, well, he's going to Dallas, which now I have to hate him. That hurts. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care about. <laughs> you know, that. You, I don't think you ever met Kennedy, but uh, we used to. She was a Cowboys. She liked the Cowboys, so Gross. we would any chance we got mock her. They, whatever, Cowboys are terrible. Yeah, they're they're funny. 
Um, well, I guess that's where we can call it. Any final thoughts on the draft? Any any last the thing? The draft you was fun to watch, though. I enjoyed it. I like yes. the, I love the chaos and the trades and just like people getting take. Like the reaches are always funny to me. Yeah, and I like it. I, I will say I was I was actually probably way more excited last year, but I think that had a lot to do with the situation we were in when that was There's the only nothing, sporting yeah, event. Yeah, the only thing, like, no, that's that why. The last dance were the only things going on, oh, and you're just like, yeah, dude, like. Yeah, Man, you're I can't right. Wait for this draft, I listen. I mean, I remember last year I would listen to draft podcasts like every day. I had like 14 different ones I'd listen to while <laughs> I was cheating on my jogging final. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Driving around a parking lot pretending I'm quote unquote jogging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. But I still, yeah, still great time. I enjoyed it. Even I enjoyed if it. Made it made me sad. You know, the Saints helped me down a lot of coronas. So thanks for that. <laughs> made me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's where we'll end it uh, here today. Um, for Tyler Viso, for Nathan Long, this has been the Hodges Huddle. Who dat? <laughs>